Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. As always, my name is Adam. And I'm Johnny. And we are guaranteed to be right at least twice a day because that is the motto of the Broken Clock Podcast. John, welcome. Hello. How are you doing today? I'm okay. I'm tired, but Mm. (laughs) I'm okay. I know. We're recording, I think, earlier than we normally do, but not like that much earlier, but I'm also exhausted. Yeah, I just haven't gotten much sleep this weekend, so Mm. I'm just tired. I went to the beach yesterday. Socially distanced. (laughs) Socially distanced, of course, um, but I... I did get a little red, so nice. naturally that kills you for the like next day and a half. Your well, yeah, because like, the sun soaked all of the life out of your body. How right. does it feel? It felt pretty good. The water was nice. It was. Uh, it wasn't too busy. Like they cut. They. I think they're only doing like twenty five or fifty percent capacity to begin with. Yeah. So no one was like up in our shit. I couldn't imagine going to that to that particular beach because I don't go to beaches around here ever. No, because um, too rocky. And I was like, I couldn't imagine if this place was at full capacity, like. People would be like on top of my shit, and I don't want that. Even in non-pandemic times, like, yeah. I don't want that. Uh, but it was good. Water was like a perfect temperature. It was very refreshing. Yeah, yesterday was actually not a bad day, like weather-wise. No, it was a good day. Yeah. It was a very good day. Very enjoyable. But yeah, no, super tired. Yeah, I instead went to Joe's. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay, though. Do you have fun at Joe's? Yeah. Yeah, nice. It's, it's nice, like, getting back into the regular, like, hang out with Joe over the weekend sort mm-hmm. of thing. Cause... He should get back into the regular hanging out over here. Well, his work schedule is obviously he works nights, so mm-hmm. there's no like regular hangout time other than Saturday. Mm-hmm. And he's obviously doing family stuff with his, you know, nieces and nephews mm-hmm. or niece and nephew. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. Exciting stuff. Uh, well, I assume that you played games when you were over there because that's what normally happens. So, John, what'd you play this week? <laughs> no, oh, well, I didn't play anything with Joe, um, but uh, I'm still playing Tsushima. Mm-hmm. Um, I also played like a couple rounds of Tetris for some reason. I was just like getting the itch to play Tetris 99. Yeah, sometimes you're just in the mood. Um, but I got in like top five both times or I think, yeah, I only played two rounds. Um, but, uh, playing more Tsushima and like, I don't know if we talked about it last week, but like I have like more gripes about the game. Like I feel like the longer I play it, the more things I find to dislike about it. I think we probably talked about it just like in person, but not yeah. on the show. So like you get to a point where. Once you liberate all the, the like camps on the first island, you can go to the second island, or there it's all it's one, one island, island, but it's but it's segmented. the second like segment of the island. Yeah, and you can see this as soon as you boot the game up. You look at the map and right. you zoom out, and it's, it's it's segmented three sections. Um, so I got to the second one, and then I like looked at the map to see like where I was going, and I saw there was like red shit on the first part, and like there <clears throat> there's farms, and they're got the red on them. So I was mm-hmm. like, all right, I got to go liberate these farms too. Yeah. Help these guys out. That's my job. Right. So I fast traveled back there and I go and liberate like one of the farms. And this lady's like, hey, uh, we, we got one of those keys you were looking for. I'm like, the, like as a person, I'm just like, the fuck are you talking about? And Jin's like, oh, great. Like, we don't want these in the hands of the, the moguls. And I was like, uh, uh, okay, what, what are, what's going on? And then I liberated another one. She's like, I've got another key. And he's like, oh, great. Like, they'll never get their hands on the armor. And I'm like the fuck is going on well i mean as you know mongols are very notoriously throughout history been big fans of keys they just they just love key they don't even do anything with them they just collect them yeah they wear them around their their neck yeah Yeah, so they're just big key fans and as in as not a fan of the mongols Jin does not want them to have any keys no he wants to be fashionable Mm -hmm. um but like i got all like there there's four in the main line and i got all four of them and she and he's like only two more to go and i'm like what the fuck is going on i have no idea what these keys are and so i went and like because i you know liberated those and now i'm gonna progress in the story and i go and i like talk to this one guy and he's like oh there's a legend about this armor and uh apparently like the 
they're given keys to the farms and like the armor was like sent to defend to the farmers and i was like okay that would have been nice to know before i got you know four out of the six of them yeah so this is i think um another example of what we i believe we talked about this last week on the show where the game doesn't like force you to play in order but the story and the elements are very much a thing you need to do in order. Yeah. So, like, it's it's open world to the extent that you can do whatever you want in whatever order you want. But so there are a lot of things that, if you don't do it in the order you're supposed to, will leave you confused like this. Yeah, like, narrative-wise. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Like, those things shouldn't have shown up red until you talk to that guy about exactly. the keys. Yeah. Where, and then I think we talked about, like, if you don't talk to a certain person and you liberate a camp, like, you don't get credit for it until you... you got to, like, reload and reload the world. Again. Yeah. So, yeah. So, this is just another example of just the, the same, the gripe we talked about last week. But the fact that it's happening more and more is not a great sign. Yeah. And then it happened again where, like, I'm... I was actually just like, fuck it. I'm just going to do the missions that show up and do them in order in front of me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like doing this one, like there's a monk that like you have to do his like storyline. And as I'm like going to the location that he's telling me to go to, there's like a dude holding someone hostage in a ring like of swords. And I was like, who the fuck are you? So like sent Tyler a message. I was like, do I have to fight this guy? Like I'm, I'm not going to go talk to him because like clearly I don't know why you're here. Yeah. Um, and like he walked up and he's like, I'm glad you finally come. And I was like, what the hell are you? And like, I feel like that's a thing that I've seen in movies though, where the, it's like the Thanos in Infinity War. It's like, I can't, I'm going to, I'm here to kill you. And he's like, I don't even know who you are. Yeah. Like it's that, it's that meme. <laughs> I guess, but like, I don't want to spoil stuff for you. There's a like thing that happens and it's another instance of you had to go and talk to this guy to know why there's five other dudes you're supposed to go kill in specific areas of the map i'm like don't load them in if i don't know why i'm like supposed to fight them Mm -hmm. the same thing with the farms like the farms were not red before don't don't make them red like don't make them like the you know mission for that load until i actually initiate the mission yeah don't alert me to the fact that i have this thing to do until i should do that thing yeah regardless of what it is meaning I guess if you stumbled upon the camp and you were able to liberate it, that's one thing. But the fact that it showed red on your map, indicating there is a thing to specifically do, then... Or, like, at least put the guy at the start of it to where, like, wherever... Somehow, wherever you come in, like, if it can tell which direction you're coming from, like, put a guy there to be like, we need your help, like... If you help us, we'll we'll grant you the keys that unlock the or like just something to yeah. better flow the story along. Because then otherwise you're just like you're left confused, and no one wants to be confused in a game. Yeah, and like that's one of the things I like about these smaller ish open world games is like uncovering the map and like clearing stuff. But now the game is very much telling me like if I don't. I mean, if I don't care about the narrative, sure, I can do it whenever I want. But, like, if I care about things being told in the story, like, yeah. the, the way that they're supposed to be told, like, follow the rules and, like, stay in your lane pretty much. Yeah, and, like, I mean, we compared it a lot to Spider-Man in that it's, you know, it's an open-world-ish game and you can do whatever you want whenever you want. But, like, I don't recall a time in Spider-Man where I was confused by what an NPC was telling me. Yeah. Um, or like if I'm swinging around the map to just try, cause like, that's what I did first. I just swung around the map to try to unlock the map so I could then 
progress through the story, but I don't remember like hearing Jameson talking on his show about a thing that made no sense to me. Right. Um, so like, it's weird that this game does that and it does kind of take away from the overall enjoyment of it. It doesn't make it a bad game. It's just like, Oh, what do you, nah, you just got to tweak this like one thing and then, then that's it. Like, yeah. It's fine. Well, and it's like, it's something I also like don't see anyone else talking about. And like, and it's not just me. Like yeah. I was watching, I mean, Joe was playing it while we were hanging out and like, he also had this, he was like, who the fuck is this guy? And I was like, yeah, like it's a whole thing. And I was like, actually just go back and talk to like the dude who will start it. And it'll mm-hmm. make sense. Like, and it's it's all the like legends, so like the things that are highlighted in blue. Yeah. Those are the ones that are available anytime, but you don't know what they are until yeah. you listen to him tell you, you know, the the minstrels, like they're like tell of legends that happen. Yeah. I haven't gotten to any of those yet, I don't think. I've just like I've talked to people in the can- the villages and things that are like, I've heard tale of ghosts in the forest. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I'll find the ghosts in the forest thing at some point. Surprise. It's not ghosts. Yeah. Because none of them are. That's another thing we were Joe and I were joking about. It's just like Anytime anybody tells you to do something that there's some mystery around, oh, it's just bandits. Yeah. Like, it's always just bandits. It's just bandits. Or, yeah. like, you you save someone, like, in the middle of the road, and they're like, oh, I hope you don't go up there. Remember, like, that town? Well, it's surrounded by Mongols now. I'm like, yeah, no fucking shit. The whole island is. <laughs> like, Yeah, that's the point. That's why I'm on my quest. Yeah, like, I, I get it. Thanks yeah. for the warning, but uh, don't you see I'm covered in Mongol blood already? Like, yeah. I, yes, the whole island yeah, is surrounded I, by Dude, it. I've been murdering all day. Yeah. I am so tired. I know there's Mongols. Thank you. <laughs> Get out of the bridge. Move. I did uh, I did see something neat that I didn't like notice until it was like told to me that um, the weather changes based on what did, you do. So, I like, did see that. So the more you go towards the ghost side, the more the storms happen. Huh. So like if you're just being like... Like, I want to talk to Tyler and be like, how often does it rain in your game? Because Tyler doesn't use any of the ghost stuff. Like, he just goes around and sword fights everyone. I mostly do that, too. I'm, like, half and half. Like, it depends on the situation, really. Like, I also haven't played much more this week, so I'm still, like, fairly early on in the yeah. game. Um, so I don't even know that I've necessarily unlocked the, like, ghost stuff, really. Well, it's, like, assassinating. Like, everything except for... Staring a dude down and having a sword fight with him is a ghost. Yeah, no, that's pretty, like, pretty much what I do is I do standoffs because I just think the, like, animation and the, like, not cutscene, but just that whole, like, part of it is yeah. really cool looking. Like, the one slash slow mo down, then the next guy comes in, you slash. Like, I went in and unlocked. All I now have, like, two. I th- yeah, I, did, I think I did all of them. Because I was like, yeah, this is fun. This is the funnest part to me. Yeah. I can stealth kill anybody in. Literally any game at this point. And there's, there's even, a stealth kill mechanic. Uh, I want this one for cool sword fight standoffs. There's a like cool. It's not um, sword fighty, but like if you drop a smoke bomb, you can like chain assassin people, and since they don't know where you are, like you just do a standoff. You kill the three people that are in front of you. You drop a smoke bomb, then you stealth assassin the other three like within like moments, and see, like, you don't cool. even see any like like. No sword play, like, or nothing. You're just, like, fucking wrecking dudes, and then, like, you're just standing there covered in blood and dead bodies, and you're just like, all right, did my job. <laughs> See, that's kind of badass, too. It is, yeah, and that's why, like, I, I discovered that, and I was like, this is a little overpowered, but also, so like, so fucking yeah. cool to see. <laughs> well, I think I'm doing it that way a lot, too, because, like, having just come off Last of Us 2, that entire game is sneak around, assassinate, kill, because you have ten bullets at your disposal, and if you tried to run a gun, you'd... Like, it's not fun. You yeah. just die constantly. Um, so that whole game is sneaking around and assassinating people. 
I kind of like the fact that I just want to, I just want to go through and wreck shit without having to like creep and walk and like crouch in tall grass. And like, I'm, I just did that. I just did that for 25 hours. I want to, I want to cut a dude's face off right in front of him. Yeah. Some of it like requires you to do it. Like some of the missions are like, you know, like don't alert anyone or anything like that. Which is totally fine if it's spaced out because the rest of the game gives me the option to not do it that way. Right. Because you're just running along and like they've taken someone hostage or they're robbing someone and like you can do the little standoff thing. Who's going to fight first? Yeah. So I I really love the standoff mechanic. Yeah. Um, It's super cool. That's one of my favorites. So that's, that's how I do most of the killing. Yeah. And murdering is sword faced. Sword facing. Sword facing. Yeah. Sword facing. Watching their feet to make sure that they don't... Oh, and they get so fucking crafty later on. I do like the fact that they're just like, huh? Oh, what? Huh? Huh? You got it? Huh? I'm gonna get you. Yeah, like, when the game first starts off, they only do, like, one or two, but, like, later on, they'll, like, do three, and then, like, sometimes, like, you're, like, waiting for, like, the big buff dudes. You're like, oh, Mm -hmm. you're gonna be slow or whatever, and, like, no, they're fucking fast! Like, oh! (laughs) No, so I do really enjoy that part of it. Yeah. Uh, but that is cool that the uh, seasons change. I did see a headline, but I didn't click on it because I was like, I don't. Um, I'm always iffy about clicking on articles about a game I'm in the middle of playing. Yeah, uh, it's that same thing we talked about at the beginning of like, I don't want to go through and look at those like seven things Ghost of Tsushima doesn't tell you. I'm like, okay, well, I don't want you to tell me. I want the game to right. I want to see if I can figure it out before I yeah. have someone shove it in my face. Exactly. I either want to uncover that myself because that's fun. Or I want to be frustrated that the game doesn't tell me that. And, and then look it up. And then eight thing. hours in, I look it up. Because right. I'm like, why is why do I just not get this thing? Yeah. Um, so, I'm totally fine with that. Yeah, and you can always, um, you can change the weather too. Like, you have a flute that lets you change the weather. Yeah, I haven't really messed around with that. Which I didn't, like, I knew from the get-go. But I, another thing that, like... It doesn't tell just, you that, doesn't, No, it, it does. About halfway through the first island. Yeah. Like, you're like... Talking to a woman, and she's like, oh, play the flute to, like, calm my nerves. And then it was like, playing the flute changes the weather. I'm like, no fucking shit. Like, I've been doing it constantly. Like, Oh, see, I don't even think I've played the flute at all. Well, because it I depends on how it. ghost you are. Like, oh, true. And there's there's one specific instance where, like, it has to be raining out for the narrative. Hmm. And, like, after that part of the story was done, I was like, no, man. Like, I can't see where I'm going. It's <laughs> fair. So, I, you know, turn, you, you just swipe left. And then you can... When you get more crickets, you can unlock different stuff. So if you want it to be rainy, you can actually just change it to the like the whatever the song of rain is and swipe it, and then it'll play a different song, and then it'll be rainy outside. Yeah. And there's no, one cool. for fog, and I don't know what the fourth one is because I haven't gotten it. It's probably night and day. Mm. But you haven't played much more of it. No, I did. I don't even think I really played any of it this week. I'm trying to think. Like I didn't. I didn't really have a ton of like free time this week, and when I did, I was just kind of like, I just want to watch like a movie. Or a TV show or something. Yeah, I've been so watching like, lots of movies lately too. Um, and then like sports came back this week mm-hmm. in like earnest. So I watched like Thank a couple God. of Red Sox games. Uh, Celtics started up again. So like I just my attention was elsewhere. Like I didn't even play any Call of Duty this week. I think I booted up my PlayStation real quick, and I think I just played a little bit of Injustice Two because they have the Ninja Turtles in it now, <laughs> and I like have it on a Ninja Turtles kick. So I yeah. think I just like and it might have also turned on like my uh, enhanced. NES Classic to play like Turtles in Time. I think that was for like <laughs> ten minutes. For, so like, you're just playing older 
turtle related things. Yeah, because I because uh, I can't find the last the platinum turtles game because like, it doesn't exist anymore and it's not in the store and like, you can't buy it. So I've just been scouring eBay looking for that. But oh, TMNT. Uh, it was no Mutants in Manhattan. Oh, okay. is what it was called. TMNT was, is actually a pretty decent game. The like the PS2 one. No, I think it's a PS3 360 game. Oh yeah, because it would have been like 2007. When, like, the with, cartoony TMNT movie. Came yeah. Out. The CG one. That yeah, game's actually not bad. I never played that one, I don't think. It's, I mean, like, I GameStop rented it when I was working there. Yeah. Um, but I remember, like, I beat it, and I think I have a thousand achievements in it. So, like, it's enough for me to be like, yeah, this is decent enough. I'll go and complete everything. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've been looking to, like, try to find some of those older ones. But I have, like, you know, the enhanced classics. Yeah. So I have a bunch of, like, turtles. So I have, like, tournament fighters on there and Hyperstone Heist on the Genesis one. So I've just been, like, you know plugging away at those like playing it till i die then be like okay i'll play one more time until i die right and then i'm like okay i'm good yeah i'm good on it it's why it's the same reason why i haven't bought the arcade one up ninja turtles cabinet because you'll probably play it for like an hour total (laughs) yeah exactly like i'll play it and i'll die and then like maybe someone will come over and they'll play it with me and then we'll get farther and like there'll be that one night at some party or something where everyone's just like all right that's it we're just gonna get drunk we're gonna beat this game which would be fun but it's not four hundred dollars worth of fun no it's also super fucking loud oh well there's a volume slider on it you can turn it down yeah the volume is super loud or loud no on the ninja turtles one it's got like varying levels it's the it's one of the later arcade one up so it has like actual levels as opposed to the original arcade one ups where it was just like high or low yeah because my brother has the miss pac-man one and it's just super fucking loud or just loud like there's no quiet or nothing like it's just (laughs) <laughs> what level of loud do you want yeah this? exactly which is not <laughs> not necessarily what you're looking for no um but yeah so no that one has the like varying degrees of it which it still could be the top and the bottom are still both loud i don't know mm-hmm. but uh, i think it's got more control because that was a complaint that they levied uh so yeah i don't really think i played much of anything i didn't boot up my switch at all this week i didn't uh, yeah i didn't really play anything on the the playstation besides that you didn't so. buy skater xl i didn't um I I want to be able to, like, see more reviews. And the reviews that I've seen started to come out, like, a couple days after release were just, like, it's good enough, but it's not any, it's not, like, a game. Like, yeah, every sing- give it a five. <laughs> yeah, every single review I saw was basically, like, what makes this game great is playing on PC with mods that, like, make it a real game. And so... As a platform, it's a good start. Like if this was an early access release on Switch or PS4 or whatever, because it's not even out on Switch, which is where I want it as a like portable yeah. skating game, um, then it's not really uh, it's not really like a game. It's just kind of like a bare bones open idea for a game with good mechanics. That over time, I think their plan is to dedicate time to improving as it goes, but. Right now, it's it's not worth my forty bucks. No, especially when like I can get sessions on early access on Steam for twenty bucks, which I hear is okay. Uh, but then I can also play it on GeForce Now mm-hmm. to get my portable skating fix if I want it. Is Skater XL on GeForce Now? I don't. I didn't look. Um, so I, I don't mean, know. That would, but it's still forty it, bucks either way. Well, it's still it more also expensive. defeat the purpose. I don't think you can play modded stuff on. On GeForce Now. Like, you can just play, like, base game on GeForce Now. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like at some point there was some things that say they supported mods, but it wasn't... It's not a blanket across-the-board thing. Yeah. I feel like it was by... Like, game by game, you might be able to load it, but I don't know that it would work because the way GeForce Now works is it 
mimics a machine on their servers. Right. It runs off the cloud. It doesn't run off your computer. Yeah. So yeah. you're you unless you could like somehow load a game file in or something like I don't, which I don't think you can do. Um, so I don't know that it would work either way. So you're still the same problem of it's yeah. barely a game. Yeah. Um, I want to like it. I mean, maybe at some point down the line, if it's cheaper or if they do like uh, No Man's Sky style big update, that's like, okay, this is the game now. Like, this is what it should have been. This is what everyone was talking about. This is what modders have been doing for three years. Like, if that eventually comes out, then yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, but until that point where we get this like massive overhaul, this is what the game potential was leading to, then I'll probably just pass on it. Yeah, I'm the same. I it's not much of a game it's just like skateboard simulation which is fine like I, i'm down for a skateboard simulation if there's at least like challenges or trophies right or, there's nothing yeah it's just you and a vast open city with no people yeah <laughs> and like, a skateboard like if i could you know if it was one of those things where it's like i gotta rise up from street level kid to you know uh local champion to x games champion to like you know and like you progress up through like a campaign then that would be worth it because it would incentivize you to get better and learn new tricks and do challenges and stuff whereas the way it seems like it is now it's just like yeah have fun which okay that's cool like i yeah it's for probably like people who bad thing actually do skate and they're like oh cool i want to make the best line out of this but like for us we're just like no i want like a million point combo or like well uh, yeah i I want uh, i want to to go towards a goal not just like make the coolest line to make the coolest line yeah like it's definitely and they and all of the reviews and people who have been playing it forever have said like if you don't skate this isn't for you like this is the game for skaters by skaters uh foosbiz like not Fubu, but Fizzbiz for skaters, skaters by, by skaters. skaters. Fizzbiz, um, and I mean, it's great. Joked yesterday about the rich. <laughs> Listen, it happens. Ferber. Ferber. for rich by rich. There you go. <laughs> Got it. Got him. Uh, but yeah, so I, but I like I don't necessarily want like million point combos. I'm not looking for Tony Hawk levels of arcadiness. But I would like the way I play goal. like MLB the show where like I do road to the show. Yeah. I'm not looking to hit 75 home runs a year. I'm just looking to have a solid 300 average and like get on base more than I strike out. Yeah. Um, as I progress to being a champion, I'm not looking for arcadiness. I'm just looking to take this character that I have or am playing as mm-hmm. and give him a reason to exist in the skater XL world. Other than like, it's Saturday afternoon. I'm going to go uh, grind on some benches. Yeah. It's not, necessarily what i'm looking for uh it's kind of the same mentality of like a mario maker or a dreams where it's like i don't have the creativity to create my own thing here i just want you to give me something to do yeah i want to play the game you gave me not make the game for like yeah (laughs) somehow um yeah i want like i want objectives not just yeah you want a goal Yeah. yeah so uh, eventually i might still pick it up if it's cheap enough i still want to you know try sessions now that i know it's on geforce now i just got to get a better like grip for my phone for the controller because it's i look stupid wearing the like neck thing that i talked about uh and it, yeah, i don't want to no it's br- gonna see you i know but i don't want to bring it everywhere like i don't want to bring it back and forth you know to places like i just want to clip the phone in on the controller and just have it right there uh, i don't wanna have to like get the thing out and position it and constantly because i have to constantly keep like readjusting it so it's fine like every once in a while but i would if I'm going to be playing more uh, things like GeForce Now, Stadia, xCloud on my phone, I want a better, more all-encompassing like controller clip. Yeah. 
because I because I do like when X Cloud comes out in September and has Games Pass and everything, like I'm going to try it. Like I'm going to see how it runs. I'm going to play Xbox games I've never played before. Like mm-hmm. I'm excited to try that. So I need to get like a better grip thing for it. I may have to end up buying like an Xbox controller too. That'll just be like my phone playing controller. Or just see if there's people who like um, like three D print. Uh, like grip for that onto like a PS4 controller. Oh, I mean that exists. Like I can buy it on Amazon. But yeah. I'm saying like I think XCloud needs to have an Xbox One controller. I think it does. Yeah. And so if I can get like a combo that's like that plus the clip that's like Microsoft approved, and then that can just be my phone gaming controller. Right. Just throw that in your bag. So I never have to like switch my PlayStation controller into Bluetooth mode, and then when I want to play PlayStation again, I got to plug it back in. And you know how I hate getting up. <laughs> I've talked about this constantly. If I'm not taking the disc out, I'm not getting up to, to plug in a cord. Plug in Get out of here. Um, so it's not. A, so that might be the the plan going forward. But ultimately, long story short, didn't really play anything this week. That's fine. Uh, so we'll jump into the lightning round, not lightning round. And I just talked about playing Xbox games. Uh, seems like everyone will be able to play Halo when it comes out because at first this was a rumor, then it was confirmed by Microsoft that lightning round. Halo Infinite's multiplayer will be free to play uh, and it will support up to 120 frames per second. This was leaked by, I think, an Italian retailer put up like their you know product page for Halo Infinite yeah, that like says, or something like that. yeah, supports 120 frames per second uh, with free to play online multiplayer. Um, so how do you how do you feel about this Halo multiplayer kind of leaving the Halo game per se? Uh, I mean, it just means that it's warzone now like it's just gonna nickel and dime you on cosmetics which fine like i don't really care um about yeah, cosmetic how much, stuff at least how much customizing do does one normally do in a halo multiplayer um you change your armor like but like i really all the armor kind of like looks identical when you're fucking shooting at each other yeah it's just dark blue versus darker blue versus green well, versus no, darker like, green i mean there are colored because you're color based like it's you're red against red blue versus blue always. yeah always yeah um but i'm like, aware <laughs> like you have different shoulder armor like and, yeah. and like those do follow along the lore so like if you're like a nerd like me you're like oh i want like the you know this specific like the recon armor is a different type yeah. of armor than anything else but it's like, like how people feel about clone wars where they're like oh i love this regiment of clone wars right. and that comes with its own right. set of armor so like that'll be customizable but again like w- when everything's red and blue you can't really tell the difference mm-hmm. like in combat Maybe the Hayabusa armor was like the only one because it looks like samurai armor. And you're like, oh, cool! Like he did the challenge to get the Hayabusa armor, but now it's gonna be purchasable. Well, maybe we still don't know that that's necessarily the case. It could be like you get the base game and that's it. You don't get customizing. You're just red versus blue Spartan. I didn't see anything that necessarily outlined like cosmetics per se. That's the, yeah. the natural train of thought is that free to play means uh, microtransaction upgrades. Well, and they they but, specifically said there wasn't going to be any loot boxes, but that, that that just means there's no randomized drops. It means that everything you see what you get. it'll be like Warzone, where yeah. like you can purchase gun skins and you can purchase character skins and you can purchase sprays. Or, yeah. I, I don't. There's probably not going to be sprays in Halo because it wouldn't make sense, like lore, lore wise. Like mm-hmm. why are Graffiti. you know highly trained like genetic modified people going around and spraying like the ground? Um, but my guess is like. Maybe gun skins. They they've never done gun skins in any other games. I think that would be a departure from like the th- the theme as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, like the 
calling card like in in all the other halo games you had like a little symbol next to your name and like you can make your own symbol um out of other stuff so like they had like shapes and like people like made like the rooster teeth logo and stuff like that yeah um so like my guess is like you probably buy pre-made versions of those and maybe like calling cards like there is in warzone as well yeah banners and stuff for when you kill somebody or something like that yeah i my hope is that like it stays true to halo so it doesn't do gun skins there's no fucking dancing or like emotes or like salutes or anything like that yeah halo the only thing that you need to do to celebrate a victory in halo is teabag somebody it's any first person shooter that's all you need to do well at least the other ones they'll like listen teabagging is halo's thing we have dances like fortnite has dances you know all these ones have like Things that you can say or do or sprays or whatever, but like teabagging is Halo's bread and butter. That's that's its thing. So it should keep just that. Yes. So we just, don't need innovation there. Teabagging's perfect. No, don't give me emotes and dances or like hand signals or anything like that. Um, but I mean, long story short, I don't really mind that it's free. It, I'm probably not gonna get like I'll play on Ultimate Games Pass. Like I'm not gonna buy it hands down mm-hmm. I, halo 5 was so bad to me that like i don't care anymore yeah but if, if you're reinvigorated by this story in infinite yes. that could get you enough to you know play it full time but you could also just continuously have games pass because you have it anyway or then you just go out and buy halo for 60 bucks and whatever it costs you a little more i guess in the long run but play another game on game but, pass like, that month and it's worth it once i'm done with the the campaign i'm probably not going to go back and play it again yeah so there's no need to have it so having this play. being free to play on the side is just like well if I, i'll play a round of like yeah this you know halo while i'm waiting for my food to cook or whatever like yeah. it'll be a, a pastime but if they put in challenges like they do in warzone then then that'll get me sucked into playing that probably more do you think this is leading to a halo battle pass I think they said that they weren't going to do something like that, but that was also like a while ago before they even said that this was going to be free. Yeah. Um, I'm okay with Battle Pass stuff because it gives you stuff over the time you play it. Yeah. And it gives you an inclination to continue playing. Yeah. And it's, I mean, granted the price, it's only 10 bucks. So like, that's fine. Granted how many seasons there are going to be, that will, that'll change my opinion mm. and like what the progression upgrades are. Yeah. If it's stuff I'll never use, then I don't care. Like I'll just it's dances. Master Chief is going to dab all over them. Fools. I, I will be very, very frustrated if it's dances. Oh, everyone would be. I don't think there is a. I don't think there is a person out there that's like, finally, I can do the Carlton in Halo. Thank yeah. God, I've been waiting for this. No one's going to think that. Or like even like hand movements. Like uh, again, like Warzone has gestures. Yeah. I don't think you can buy them, but like. That's also a thing that they could probably monetize if they wanted to. Yeah. I'm trying to think of, like, what conceivably I could see a Master Chief, like, or a Halo Spartan doing that wouldn't, uh, like, immediately look off to me. Like, a thumbs up would probably be fine. A salute would probably be okay. And beyond that, I can't think of anything. Like, a nifty reload, probably? Like, Uh, a trick reload where, like, he, like, drops the cartridge out and then, like, throws the other one up and, like, catches it underneath the gun or something? But, like, even that seems kind of goofy. Like, when I think, and granted, having not played any of them, this is just like my thoughts from an outside observer of the Halo franchise. Yeah. Having only played like Halo 1 land party multiplayer. Right. Like, for like once a weekend for, you know, however many months we did it. Uh, and then like 10 minutes of Halo 2. Like, I think of them as more stoic than that. Like, I don't think of them as 
braggadocious or overly celebratory. Oh, no, they're not. Exactly. So, yeah. like, even even a spinny gun flip, like, while it looked cool, and I guess I could kind of see it, it would still, in my brain, be like, I don't know, that just doesn't fit. It just doesn't seem right that he would be like, yeah, look at me, flipping the guns, getting everything, I got it. I'm the, yeah. be- I'm the best killer in the Halos. I mean, my... Also, like, Siege has, um, like, when you win matches, like, your character does, like, your it shows, like, the, granted, there's only five people on a team, mm-hmm. or four, four, whatever. There's a certain amount of people on, on your team yeah. when you're done. Uh, so, like, if you're in first place, you have a, like, gesture that you do, and most of them are, like, you know, badass poses or something like that, and yeah. some of them are comedic, but, like, the game itself is not comedic at all. So, like, I could see that being in Halo, where, like... Because you're playing yourself as a Spartan, like, yeah, maybe you do, like, a goofy, like, spin your gun on your finger and then, like, put it in your, you know, holster yeah. and then, like, do finger guns or something like that. But, like, that's for all of, like, five seconds at the end of a game. Yeah, so even if you put that in the middle of the game, at least there's a visual precedent, so it's not, like, mind-breaking that, like, oh, fuck, I just watched a, I just watched a Spartan do, like, a spin move with his gun. Um Okay, I guess I've technically seen that before in the celebratory thing. So it's not, it's 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 fine. Well, I was it's saying like if you only put it in the celebratory thing, oh like, yeah, that's yeah. probably because like Siege doesn't have that kind of stuff during the game. Like that only exists mm-hmm. during the post game. Yeah, and like you don't even need to hang around for it. Like the game's over, you can just leave. Yeah. Um. So like that would be the only like hint of goofiness that I could see in it. Um. Other than like grunts, grunts are always goofy. Mm-hmm. Like they have tons of goofy grunt Easter eggs. Um, like there's the, um, there's a skulls that like do modifiers Mm -hmm. for the the campaign. Mm -hmm. And one of them is called grunt birthday party where like anytime you shoot a grunt in the head, confetti comes up. So like it's an Easter egg funny. It's not a character funny. Yeah. That makes sense. It's a goofy thing. Not a, yeah. So yeah, I I don't know. I, I wonder how much it'll fundamentally change the halo multiplayer to have it be free. Just because of things that we've seen in other free-to-pay games, like battle passes, like emotes, like gun skins, like sprays, if that stuff gets incorporated, I think it lessens what Halo is, but ultimately it'll be the community that decides whether, because again, I'm an outside person in this, I think it would look weird, I feel like a lot of people would think it would look weird, Uh, and I would worry about the franchise going too far away from its core. I get that you have to expand and do things differently as you're now on the, I guess, sixth mainline story game and the, what, eighth Halo game overall, ninth Halo game overall, between, like, the well, wars and the reaches. The and But just, like, in terms of Halo as a franchise. Because um, there's Spartan Assault, there's two Halo Wars, ODST, and so Spartan and Route, two Wars, ODST, Reach. So and it's then, five, and then the six mainline games. Yeah, so, so this is the eleventh game. Yeah, so like I understand that you got to kind of like innovate and do different things as you get into the eleventh game in a franchise, but I don't. I would worry that they stray too far away from that just to do whatever it is their objective right, is. Right, nickel and dime. If it even is a nickel and dime thing, rather than a, we're just trying to make it more accessible because everything about Microsoft's next gen strategy seems to be accessibility. Of you don't have to buy a game; you can just buy Games Pass. You don't have to pay for. Xbox Live is the rumor potentially that like all multiplayer will be free and you won't have to have Xbox Live. I've seen that rumor. Um, this now says you don't even have to buy the Halo game to be able to play the multiplayer. That in and of itself like makes it more accessible. 
what do you do to combat that or to counteract that accessibility in terms of a monetary change? I would, I would worry. This also basically says that you don't even have to have games pass for more than a month. If you want to keep playing Halo multiplayer, you can play the single player, it costs you 15 bucks or whatever. And then you just abandon games pass and play multiplayer forever. Right. Which is what I'll probably do. Yeah. So um, it's weird that they're even just like, you know what? We, we're giving you the best deal with Games Pass, but you don't even need to keep it if you don't want it. Because here's a Halo multiplayer for free. Yeah. It, it does make sense. Like, I know that they say, like, they're trying to be accessible to all. But at the same time, there's a lot of people who don't want to spend 60 bucks on a game. Mm-hmm. They'll spend the $15 a month. Well, that's $15 that they wouldn't have gotten to begin with as a company because nobody's like that person wouldn't have gone out and bought halo for $60. And then you get the, maybe they won't read, like won't turn off unsubscribe. Yeah. Well, and then you get another $15. Yeah. But now making halo free, it's like, well, I mean, you and I weren't going to buy halo for $60 to begin with, no. but if there's a cool skin, I might throw $10 at the cool skin. I have and then that. I mean I'm just saying like yeah yeah no I get I get your you know point. me as in a, the example like I don't I probably I don't buy cosmetics anyway just because mm-hmm. I don't care enough um, but that person now would spend ten dollars on something that they wouldn't have spent sixty dollars on to begin with and so by making it free and giving them this little option to maybe buy yeah. it's like uh, the um, like candy at the checkouts and stuff like that and sometimes they have like little Legos and you're like oh like I wasn't gonna buy a whole Lego set but I guess I'll buy this minifig yeah. that's chilling here. Yeah. So yeah, I guess putting it in front of more people gives you more options for a potential impulse buy. Um, I just hope that it's not at the detriment of the. Oh, I agree because it it could very much go down the goofy route, and I sure I don't think it will. But and I also hope it doesn't. Yeah. So I guess this is one of those things where it seems like a cool idea, and for someone like me who's not going to buy Halo outright. This could be kind of cool, especially if I can play the multiplayer free on xCloud. Like, I don't know yeah. if that'll be possible, but maybe it will be. Who knows? Um, that's It's it's a cool option. I just, you know, when we both are saying, it, hopefully it doesn't stray too far away from being Halo in the end. Um, but we'll, we'll, we'll see what other kind of news comes out about this. This was the first thing that I don't even think they were ready to discuss, honestly. It just got leaked, and so they had to confirm it. So, and they confirmed it over a tweet. Yeah. <laughs> like, so they're like, yep, that, that is true. Yeah. So I wonder what other information we might get about Halo multiplayer as we get closer to launch, uh, which is still super far away, according to uh, Microsoft PR. Oh, 343 yeah. PR. Uh, we're still several several months and a long time out from the launch. Even though oh, did you hear their backtracking on the graphics again? Oh, no, I didn't. Uh, they said we're it's a new game and a new look, so we're going with like the simplified, like not as detailed look for everything. I'm just like fuck off. <laughs> oh, wait, so now they're admitting that it looks bad on purpose? Yeah, yes, and then they said, but also we're running on a build that's like four weeks old, and we're making more graphic changes. Okay, as, like thanks to your you know like gotcha. in, input on it, but it will be a more simplified look. Okay. I'm like, all right, so what you just said is we're not going to change anything. It just looks bad. No, they're going to put like an extra rail piece on a gun or like something. Like they're going to put some scratches on the handle and they'll be like, look, they changed it, guys. They listened. Yeah. That's uh, that's stupid. Yeah, it is dumb. Uh, all right, lightning round. Um, we got to details this week via the Avengers War Table, the second of these uh, Square Enix, uh, Crystal Dynamics, Avengers game info dumps essentially Mm -hmm. uh i didn't watch the first one because i was like "Eh, i don't really know but i did watch this one just because i happened to like turn on my youtube app at the time it had like was finishing so i was like oh well i'll just go 
like I'll watch this right now because it's in front of my face and it's, it's new and done. fresh and it's right. fine. Uh, but then as soon as I started, it was like this stream is streaming in 1080p, 30 frames per second or whatever. We'll upload the whole thing at 4K as soon as it's done. So I looked at my watch and I was like, as soon as it's done, okay, five minutes. Uh, <laughs> and then I just watched it in 4K. And I got to say, it looks really good. Graphically, it does, yeah. Graphically, it does. And like from a gameplay fun-wise, I'm actually – this is the – most excited I've been for it. This whole everything that they've ever shown, I'm kind of like, okay, looks kind of cool. I don't really know a lot about it. It looks kind of cool. I don't like the character models, and that really kind of took me out of it for the longest time. Yeah. But actually seeing the game as the game, not just like cinematics or cutscenes, like they showed gameplay, and it looks really cool. It looks like a lot of fun. And there's going to be three beta weekends for PlayStation users. Uh, two for everybody else and like i'm and the beta's deep like there's a lot to do in it and that was what a big focus of this war table was on yeah. is everything that you can do um in the beta so the beta i think they said was like 15 or 25 minutes of story stuff so that's you know right out of the gate you're already getting like a good half hour of of playthrough once you complete that, you unlock the war table, which is like how you go and do missions and different things like in the game. Yeah. Uh, and you're going to get these harm room challenges, which are basically, you know, challenge rooms, danger room from X-Men kind of things where it's just waves of enemies, a horde modes of sorts and like the Batman challenge rooms and stuff like that. Um, that's their harm challenge rooms. They're also going to be these like co-op war zones uh, where you can then go in and do a series of, uh, they're, they're called war zone and drop zone missions, um, either by yourself with AI teammates or with your friends. This is the multiplayer component. And it's these little smaller missions and story things that you can do um, with a variety of characters. So in the beta, there's four characters that you can play uh, in these drop zone war zone challenge room missions. And it's the Hulk, Kamala Khan, Iron Man, and I think Black Widow. Yeah, yeah. So you'll be able to go through and do these with other people. Eventually in the game, you'll be able to do them with other characters. It's just for this beta. Um, but there's like a bunch of those that they said are all going to be uh, available in the beta. So like, it looks like there's like hours worth of content that you could potentially have in the beta alone. Did they say if your progress would carry over? I I'd stopped watching uh, they Before never confirmed they, it, yeah. which makes me think that you won't be able to. Mostly because, um, and I saw some people talking about this online, is that if you have it carry over, you might, when you actually go to start the game proper, you might be too OP to like get through those early. Like it may not make the early parts of the game fun because you just played this beta for hours and hours and hours because it's available like for whole weekends, so you could continuously do the harm challenges and do these danger you know, uh, drop zone challenges and then be like too overpowered when you get to the game to the point where like, is it even fun? Like you just blew through everything. Cause it's more of like a destiny style game where the, if you're too overpowered, like you're just going to kill everybody instantly. Yeah. And like, what fun is that? You don't want to start the game with essentially new game plus. That like doesn't compel me to play the beta very much though. I just want to play the beta. I like, I'm now more excited to play the beta to prove to me. I think it looks cool. I think it looks fun. Does it handle well? Does the, like, is the multiplayer stuff cool? Do I like the upgrade trees and do it? Like, does everything, does everything come together? 
And that's why I'm really excited for the beta now. Whereas before I'm like, yeah, I'll play it. Like I'll probably wait till the second weekend when it's free on PlayStation. Uh, but at this point, after watching this, I kind of want to go pre-order it just to have it next weekend. So I might do that just because like this got me way more excited. Well, especially if it's just if a $5 thing. Yeah, that I could cancel if yeah, I don't like it. If you it. don't like it, you can always cancel. Yeah. So I, I don't care so much about the progress of it, especially if the game is fun enough <laughs> To where I can then, like, I don't mind re-unlocking these things. Because uh, they did say that they'll give you, I think, just one page of the upgrade process, skill tree, uh, like, gear enhancement stuff. Yeah. Just to get a feel for what that will be like in the yeah. game. Um, so, I, I won't have a problem. It's not like I'll be able to unlock everything for the character. And then be like, oh, well, I don't want to unlock it again. Or I don't like this build. Or I want this build again. And now i got to grind for it. Um well, and they did say that you also get, um, like, an emblem or something like that for playing the beta and beating the narrative? Uh, not beating the narrative. I think it's beating the war zone missions or something. Like, it's something if you beat all of the war zones or drop zones, I forget which was which, um, then you get the emblem uh, for do it, for competing in those, like, super hard challenges with other people or whatever. Well, and it said specifically only for the beta. So it said, like, when you start the game, people would know, like, you, you did this before. Or, like, you played yep. the beta and, like... That's cool. I always like the, like, at you least give something. me something that's, yeah. like, proof that, like, not proof, but, like, give me something for playing the beta extensively other than just playing the beta. Yeah, so it's if you unlock three harm challenge rooms, uh, when uh, players will earn a nameplate that carries over to the full retail version of the yeah. game. Yeah, so that's, that's cool. Uh, one thing they did confirm is that if you play any of these co-op style areas by yourself, you'll have an AI teammate. Um, of one of the other characters that's available, but that AI teammate will be your specific build of these characters. So it won't be just like generic Hulk or generic Kamala Khan. It'll be the Hulk that you've like unlocked loot for, unlocked gear for, upgraded his you know strength versus intensity or whatever you know unlockable items that you have. However, you build your version of the Hulk and Black Widow and Iron Man, that's the AI one that will be used. So I think that's really cool because that means that one will probably also earn progression and probably also unlock things. Like if you beat a boss in one of the challenge rooms, I'm sure they'll be like, here's a chest with armor. And like just thinking about in terms of like other RPG things, like you get loot for completing a mission. There'll be Hulk loot in there. There'll be Iron Man loot potentially. And you can then go attach that. So you wouldn't even have to necessarily play as Hulk ever, but you can then get gear and get skill points and attachments to build up to make that your version of the Hulk, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah, I like that too. Because um, there are too many games where it's just like, oh, the Hulk will be your friend, but it's just generic level one Hulk or level whatever your level is, but it doesn't have the gear or the loadout that you gave it. Um, so that'll be super fun. Mm-hmm. Um, they also, so they talked about that. That was the beta again, just to reiterate the beta timelines, the seventh through the ninth. So as you're listening to this on Monday, this coming weekend, it's a PlayStation pre-order beta. So if you've pre-ordered the game on PlayStation, you can play it starting this weekend. The 14th through the 16th is the open beta on PlayStation 4 and the pre-order beta for Xbox One and PC. And then the 21st through the 23rd is the open beta for everybody. Um, so at some point, um, we'll have to try to see if we can get like a group of two or three or four of us to just try to play in the open one. We'll try to figure it out at some point. If we can get, if we can get that done, you can preload these the day before. So you can download the beta, preload it on the 6th, the 13th and the 20th. So you can be just ready to go 
when the beta kicks off. Uh, they then talked about uh, some post-launch stuff that they're planning on doing because this is a, like I said, this is an anthem. This is a destiny where it's a games as service. You you buy it up front. We're going to add missions. We're going to add story stuff all throughout these things. Uh, the only thing they really confirmed in this one was a new character. Uh, it looks like there might be at least four characters to come post-launch based on some like question mark like logo. They had a whole point where logos were flying in the screen. So you saw like, Iron Man, Captain America, and Kamala Khan, and all these things. But then there were ones with question marks. Yeah. So I think there was four or five of those. Uh, but the first question mark has is no longer a question. Uh, they announced that Hawkeye will be a playable character coming sometime after launch, which people were both happy that Hawkeye's in the game and also mad that a founding Avenger is... Or not... And I, he's not founding Avenger, but like no. a mainstay Avenger is coming post launch where it's like guys there's it's been hundreds of avengers not everyone is going to be in there and i know that hawkeye is a mainstay right throughout many teams but like let's be real he's hawkeye ultimately so he uh he will be coming they did say that they've done exhaustive research on the character it looks like a lot of this character will be based on the matt fraction run which is great yeah, I haven't read it because I just don't care about Hawkeye. But every time I see anything about comics from the last like three, four years, it's been like Matt Fraction, Hawkeye, Matt Fraction, Hawkeye, Matt Fraction, Hawkeye. So yeah, and that one combines with the um, Black Widow book that was running at the time mm-hmm. too. Like both of those books are fantastic. I did like the Black Widow book. I did read that one. Yeah, so if it's like the same vein, like that type of like kind of darker, grittier yeah. version. It's, yeah, it's like it, it's deep in the underground of the spy world, and mm-hmm. it's. It's not as colorful, like it's the the colors are more muted, so it gives you that like almost like a fog of war kind of feel to it. Yeah, it's very military feeling. Yeah, because yeah. the the Punisher recently has been the same way, where it's the way that it's colored in, the way that it's drawn feels more like adult almost. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really do, I like that art style a lot. So um, this Hawkeye will be kind of based on that run. He's uh, he's bald in the trailer. Uh, some of the screenshots people saw, it looks like he might. Um, be like deaf which i think is part of that matt fraction story at some point um where he goes deaf which obviously would mess with your oh, perception I of, you said death like oh death i was like no <laughs> yeah. no he, he never was death that yeah. was archangel he was death and other characters i'm sure yes then there's just the character death who thanos courts but um <laughs> but yeah so i mean that's cool it looks like there's a couple of you know costume options for him one of the more shield military style and then the, there's a picture here with you know, he's just wearing a purple T-shirt, and he's got you know tape on his arms and stuff like that. But that purple T-shirt is the logo from that comic. It's just the um, it's just a, like a, a purple and white bullseye. It's not the like arrow logo that's on his. That's the one that's on his chest in the military shield one. Oh, but I think that's like the logo that's in the Hawkeye, like the, phys- oh, yeah, the yeah, physical yeah. type yes. Hawkeye. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought you meant on the character in that. No, like, no, no. Yeah, oh, like yeah. from from the comic itself. Yeah. So yeah, it's just uh, it's purple, white, and then a different shade of purple, like bullseye on it. So that's mm-hmm. kind of cool. Um, again, Hawkeye's not my favorite character, but like he looked really badass in the trailer. Like it, you just see him like picking off robots or aim agents or whatever with arrows, and you see him walking out of this warehouse with just like dead bodies everywhere with arrows <laughs> sticking out of him. So yeah. like. He seemed kind of badass. He seemed kind of cool. Um, so that'll be the first character post-launch. They didn't confirm when that will be coming, just that it will be coming uh, post-launch. He, you will be able to play in, in co-op or solo. And there was also 
a um i think they said there will be some like story stuff that comes with yeah, him he's as got, well like, his own, like campaign line yeah so that'll be cool um for those that want to play uh, hawkeye and then for just for those who want extra story content that's always good um they finish it off with uh one more thing which was uh they are doing a crossover event with fortnite so if you finish the beta you get to earn hulk smasher pickaxe or hulk buster style pickaxes so i assume it's when you switch to the pickaxe and you want to break down a wall to get wood in fortnite instead of swinging a pickaxe your hands will change to hulk hands and you'll smash or hulk buster hands and you'll smash through the wall which is oh like, yeah do you, do you see them like they actually... i didn't see them in i didn't see them in action i just saw I, I i i didn't like pay attention to it if it was in the war table which it might have been but like i saw the pictures of it's just two oh yeah no i've just seen the, the, the fists gotcha yeah. yeah so it's just you get two hulk hands or hulk buster hands and that'll replace your pickaxe but you get that for a for finishing the beta. So yeah, I, I mean, I, I've talked about it where I was kind of like, eh, man, I'm, I'm going to get it. Cause I like Marvel stuff and I like Marvel games and I'll get them regardless. Yeah. Um, but after watching this, I'm way more optimistic about this game than I was beforehand. It's not my favorite kind of game in terms of like a long running new missions all the time. Cause I don't play destiny. I don't play Anthem. I don't play overwatch or any of those like constantly evolving games. Yeah. Um, but this looks really cool. Like I'm, I'm way more down for this than I was before, and I'm very much looking forward to the beta next weekend and the weekends after. Yeah, graphically it looks fantastic. So, uh, yeah, good stuff. Has this, has did this sway you at all? Other than like it looks really good. No, like it's just I, I'm not a big person who cares about the Avengers. So like, these aren't characters I like really want to spend sixty dollars to play as. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. like, no, not really. But like, I'll, I'll play the beta just because it's free and yeah. like to talk about it and to have like a shared experience with someone else as well. Yeah. So that'll be, uh, that'll be cool. So starting uh, this week, if you pre-ordered on PlayStation and then every weekend in August following that uh, lightning round, uh, speaking of things coming to PlayStation, uh, we got uh, news this week and it's already out now uh, that Cuphead is available on the PlayStation four, which uh, I think surprised literally everyone. Except for the people who saw it the day before it happened. Oh, I see. Yeah, I did not, so it surprised me. But yeah, even it seeing it the day the, before, it was that would have surprised you. Like, the, the day before. Which I feel like is more surprising. Yeah. If you just saw it on the store, be like, wait, Cuphead? What the fuck? Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, it was announced this week in a video. Um, it dropped the exact same day. So if you didn't know that, it is available now on PlayStation 4. It is a great, hard game that is very fun, and I recommend it. And you're the only one who's beat it among the Gamescast alumni <laughs> see it's nice of you to say that i wouldn't brag i'm not the god of video games or anything but yes yes i did beat it no it's an impressive feat yeah i, I bring it up on purpose um so yeah it's a uh, it's available it's uh, it's out i think it's 20 bucks just like it was on everything um again this started off life as a microsoft exclusive that yep. was available on microsoft xbox and pc only and then it came to switch which was surprising but at least it made sense because microsoft and nintendo were kind of playing ball together and that seemed like a fun, you know, partnership that it was those two against Sony, so to speak. But now Sony gets it too. So all all great sharing stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, they did talk a little bit in that video about the DLC that was planned and announced that I know a lot of people um, at the time of the showcase were like, where's Cuphead DLC? I thought we were getting Cuphead DLC at some point. This would have been cool part of the showcase of like something you can get on Xbox first and foremost cuphead dlc they did say that they're still working on it it is planned um but i think the pandemic obviously threw a wrench into those plans so it'll be something that is uh 
is coming later, um, but gave no particular like details on. So it's all we know is it's called the Delicious Last Course. Um, it's still due out at some point. They said no release date given, but it will come out when it's ready. And added that the DLC will feature more advanced animation than seen in the already stunning game. Yeah, and there's a new character as well. Uh, what was the? I don't see the there's new a, character. Uh, lady. Oh, okay. Um, I don't remember her name. I mean, it's cup something or not cup or mug or tea teacup or I don't I don't remember her name. But, yeah, but she's gonna drinking be, vessel woman. Yeah, um, she's gonna be like her own character, so she's not just gonna be like a reskin like Mugman was. Yeah. Um, and not like oh look, it's your long lost sister we never mentioned until now. Yeah. Um, but they uh, they talked about the fact that like they've always been a remote game company. So like when like the um, like pandemic happened and everyone had to work from home, they were like, yeah, we're kind of used to it. Like this is how things run for us normally. Um, but of course, like it also just you know people getting sick or whatever. Like it that's drawn a strain into delaying things. And yeah. They, they had said that like we preemptively announced it like we probably shouldn't have announced it as early as we did yeah um and then they also quickly talked about the netflix show um which uh is interesting because there's voices to these characters Mm -hmm. that didn't have voices before um and she's like yeah it's fully voice acted and it's interesting seeing what another like company can do with this thing that we made that is mirroring animation is now an animation yeah. and now it's voices when it didn't before. Um, yeah. And they showed that off a little bit in that like teaser video from yeah. a couple of weeks ago where it was the actors at home being like, it's, I'm so excited to voice this character. Like I love this game. I didn't beat it, but it's great and it's awesome. And the animation and all this stuff. Yeah. So I'm excited for that. I don't know that the show will be any good, but I'm excited to give it a chance. And I mean, I'm, it's on Netflix. I'll watch it. Yeah. Like, it's not going to take me... It's not going to cost me anything more than I'm already paying. You don't have to wait in line at the theater for it, so... Nope. You're, you're good to go. You no, because I'm already waiting in line for something else. For Sonic 2, yeah. You don't have to get out of line for that to go see anything Cuphead-related, but... Um, good stuff, and cool that it's on PS4, and honestly, I might pick it up on PS4 at some point if it's on, like, a sale to try and see what trophies are there and what trophies I can get. They are very, very hard. Uh, well, I mean, it did beat the game, so I don't want to uh, brag. But no, I'm sure it's way more difficult than just beat level, beat game, beat it, boss. Yeah, one of the trophies is uh, playing on the pacifist. So, oh, really? like, you don't do anything? Uh, any of the running levels, you don't kill any of the enemies. Yeah. Which I think I tried once, and I didn't get I did the far. first one, the first level as a pacifist. But, yeah. like, you have to take damage at times yeah. to, like, to go along. Like, there's bigger gaps that you have to, like kill people to get across or you know kill enemies or defeat enemies or whatever yeah. but like uh, like the, uh, i think it's the first one that has like the the sunflower mini boss that like blocks the area like you have to intentionally hurt yourself which means you can't have hurt yourself before that correct so yeah there's like a lot of like yeah but that's not something i was incentivized to do when playing on switch so i was like yeah why like i the game was hard enough to go through play and beat where i'm like eh, i'm i'm good i feel accomplished yeah i don't need to punish myself further if i get a fake digital trophy out of it i might be willing to do that i'd be interested to see if you can do it just to try yeah. like and even then it would be it'd be cool to like have the game and play it on like playstation and have it there and whatever yeah um but yeah i want to try to see if i can get some trophies out of it i think it'd be fun 
Um, so that's cool stuff coming uh, as an update for that game. Lightning Round, another uh, great hard game, is getting an update. Uh, and this one's right up your alley, John. So why don't you tell us what update is coming for Sekiro Shadow of the Die Twice? Yeah, so From Software announced that October 20th, I believe. Let me see if I can get the actual date. Um, Sekiro is getting a, a free update to, that adds uh, a bunch of stuff. So Boss Rush Mode is being added, which... I actually am surprisingly interested in like I use generally games that don't have like boss rush modes. I'm just like, yeah, it's fine. Like I already played the narrative. I don't need to go through and play the bosses, but like this type of game is rushed to the boss to beat the boss anyway. So yeah. now I don't have to have the filler to like get my Sekiro fix in. Yeah. Um, there's no like point to doing it other than in like having fun like you don't get anything no but just go back in the world and yeah um but like like the castlevania games have always had it like or like metroidvania games have always had bosh rush modes and i've never had an interest in them until this um it's also getting um three new outfits uh again they don't do anything they just change your character um but one of them is the um uh tengu outfit so like the red face with the giant nose Mm -hmm. um and then it's also getting uh remnants i think is what they were called yeah which is like the other from software games where um you can impact other people's games a little like so the dark souls games you could put notes on the ground yeah um so like the passive multiplayer so to speak well like it would just be like you know, like chest ahead or like, you know, watch out for the swinging axe or like, yeah, don't, yeah. don't jump like the second jump, like yeah. the ground crumbles or something like that. But like you couldn't, you couldn't physically put in letters. Mm-hmm. You could only choose from words. Uh. So that's the way it like prevented people from just being like, you know, saying profanity or, you know, just mm-hmm. having every, everything being like dick or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, So like, it would be like chest ahead or like, you know, like caution long drop like so like that was their way of doing it in dark souls um i don't know how they did bloodborne because i haven't played bloodborne um and then dark souls 3 also added shadows that you could fight so like it would be other players that would like invade your game or whatever Mm -hmm. this one doesn't have shadows that the the remnants aren't shadows are people that you could fight but the people who have played the game before it's their shadow of how to do certain stuff so it'll be like a nice way for newer players to be like, oh, I can't like figure out the timing of this enemy or like I don't know where I'm supposed to go in this instance. And it'll be like, oh, well, I'm watching this remnant that he jumps off this tree and then uses the swing to get this way. Yeah. Oh, OK, so that's where I'm supposed to go. Um, that's honestly something I was surprised wasn't there to begin with because it's a From Software game. Those are always in them, mm-hmm. um, but it's not enough for me to care to go back to play i mean i already played the game through three times yeah and i mean and you will play it eventually anyway because you'll get that there'll be that itch there'll be that fix there'll be the announcement of a Sekiro 2 like it's not like you're done playing the game forever yeah. so it's a cool thing that will be there for the next time should you want to uh, in boss rush mode will be that itch that yeah. like i am very happy to scratch if that makes sense because yeah. like i do want to go back and play some of these boss matches because like they're so memorable and, get to and, them. and awesome. And yeah, now we don't have to like start a new game and go through the opening sequence yeah. and learn how to use my tools again and then collect all my tools again. Now I can just be like, all right, this is all the shit I have. Like, let's go fight Genichiro again. Yeah. Um, I'm disappointed it's not DLC. Like, 
and it's just oh, like an story and yeah, yeah i want more sekiro like yeah. give me more of what I, I granted the story did wrap itself up very well so mm-hmm. i'm okay with the fact that it's over but like i do want to play this game more yeah um so the boss rush mode is kind of it's a good stopgap oh yeah for sure definitely and that comes, uh, sorry. I was going to say, is that out now? Uh, no, it comes out in October 29th. Okay. So a couple months. Got some time. Uh, sweet. All right. Lightning round. Uh, we've talked before about how typically with football games, uh, Madden has the... American football. American football, yes. Uh, has the exclusive rights to the NFL and NFL players and all these things. Uh, we did talk a few months ago how uh, 2K, the previous company that was making football games the 2k franchise which stopped in 2005 four uh 2005 was the last one mm-hmm. so 2004 i guess technically um and ever since then madden has had the exclusive rights to it uh well we did bring up recently that 2k has now been given the opportunity to make uh non-simulation football games uh so arcadey in some way not standard four quarter everything um, like Madden is, uh, but probably I would think more akin to like a Blitz or an NFL Street or a Football Manager or something like that. Right. Uh, this week they inked a deal with the um, NFL Players Association and One Team Partners uh, that allows them to utilize the names, numbers, images, and likenesses of more than 2,000 current professional NFL players. So that means that their non-simulation NFL game will actually contain NFL players, jerseys, all these things, because I think the NFL could give them the rights to stadiums and team names and I guess probably jerseys. That would have been it. Now they can give them the like now they can use player names. So it's not just like, oh, 12 drops back, throws it to 11 and 11 laterals it to 85 and they score a touchdown. Like it's not everyone knows who those people are, like wink, wink, but at least now they can like actually say like Brady to Edelman to Gronk or whatever. Like they can have those player names, which is a big part of making these games at all appealing. Cause I think regardless of how much people might be itching for another company to make a football game, I don't think anyone's clamoring for that game to include no names, no faces, no, like no numbers, no nothing. Right. So this is, this was the big hurdle they needed to clear before that game could be something that, anybody wants to play well and also just having those players gives the game more clout regardless of how good or bad this game's going to be regardless yeah like the fact that it has the players names you're like oh okay they're taking it seriously it's not like shovelware you know yeah and so they did say that we want to give fans experiences that are authentic memorable and fun uh, and having a roster of real life sports heroes through the players association and one team is a huge part of delivering on that promise uh, they also did say that they're working on multiple games so it's not just one, it's a the whole host of non-simulation NFL games. So I'm thinking that's where we might get a street or a blitz or a, like and a football manager of some kind. Like something else beyond just the one arcade title that we were going to get. My guess is probably a console game and a mobile game. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's certainly possible, too. Um, they didn't specify anything about what these multiple games are. But yeah, it wouldn't be surprising if it was a console game, a mobile variation of that game. I'm thinking this is going to be more along the lines of like the 2K Battlegrounds for WWE, where, you know, you'll be able to jump 20 feet in the air to catch the touchdown pass. And then you'll be able to like 
spike the ball and the ball will explode or you'll be able to like yeah. Lambo leap but into the crowd with you know the whole team or something like there'll be all these over the top theatrics that go with it um, and I'm kind of excited to see what they do yeah, yeah. I uh, I I think they'll also be able to put it on multiple platforms so whereas Madden's never been on Switch where I want I would love to have Madden on Switch mm-hmm. so I could sit there on my Switch playing Madden and, and watching, watching football, football on Sunday. Oh, yeah. Like I used to do that with I think I I must have wore out the UMD on like Madden 06 on my PSP because I would sit there and I would play it on PSP while watching football on Sundays and like that's the best way to do it. Yeah. Cuz if I'm in the mood like if I get a Madden in a given year and I sit down on Sunday to like watch football, halfway through the first game I'm like I want to be playing Madden too. Like I want to be doing something. Right, in the downtime between plays. Cuz there's so much of it. Yeah, I will I will play a play while waiting for you to set a play, then I'll watch your play. <laughs> yeah. It's perfect. Yeah. Um and so I I feel like it's a huge missed opportunity. I know that it can't be the same console version, but I think that it's a huge missed opportunity not having some form of Madden on the Switch the way they have some form of FIFA and how 2K has some form of NBA. So, But if it's Blitz or whatever iteration of it, I'll then, then it can be on both consoles and be the same game. Yeah, I will take that too. Oh yeah, so, I will. I'll like that. And I think that 2K is more likely to do that because they can compromise to fit it on Switch easier in an arcade title than I think Madden can compromise. Because I don't think you could take the Madden that's on console and shrink it down enough. You'd have to just like build a whole new version of it, and yeah. they don't have the time or the want to no. do that. Because um, that's not conducive to a year-over-year cycle, I don't think. But, I mean, 2K doesn't always hit it out of the park with their portable Switch games, because like, WWE was a garbage fire. So um, we'll, That came out on the Switch as well. Yeah, WWE, not 2K20, it was like 2K18, and it was unplayable oh, and bad, okay. and it never came out again. And it still cost $60 for some reason. Great. Um, but yeah, so the 2K NFL games that will be coming will have all of the players and everything you want. So this, the you know, trending in the right direction as far as these games go. So that's exciting stuff. Yeah, for sure. Uh, all right, lightning round. Something else that's very exciting that's near and dear to my heart and Joe's heart, because we definitely talked about this uh, this week. Uh, they announced that the Analog Pocket is going to start taking pre-orders on Monday. So the day you're listening to this, uh, analog pocket pre-orders are going live. We've talked about this before when it got first got announced. This and, is the and potentially sold out. Uh, yeah, potentially. Uh, this is the super awesome new-ish Game Boy um, from the company that uh, we've talked about with Joe before. That he has the Genesis, the analog SG, the analog Super, super NT. NT which is the Super Nintendo. They had the analog NT, which is the regular Nintendo, um, where these companies are able to make new versions of these classic consoles because the trademark on the um, hardware has expired. Nintendo never opts to re-up these things. So these other companies now, 25, 30 years on, can make these uh, systems. This was announced, I think, back in October. Uh, and now uh, just coming out with pre-order information. So they've updated the look of it a little bit. They took the like start, select, and home buttons, moved them down to the middle as opposed to they were off to the side a little bit. Um, this will play every Game Boy, Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advanced game, just straight right out of the box. Um, they did confirm, I think, pricing and availability on the adapters, which they had, had announced originally. So you'll be able to go in and get adapters that will allow it to play um, I think Game Gear, Neo Geo Pocket, uh, and Atari Lynx. Atari Lynx. So you'll be able to do that. Um, they also confirmed some more things about 
Um, you can use it as a MIDI player and like MIDI creator. Uh, so that way you can get like chip tunes and stuff easily from like synthesizers into this, into the computer. You can transfer things back and forth between this and the computer. Um, they also said that they partnered with a company called GB Studio, which allows you to create your own Game Boy games, which is really cool and fascinating. Um, so you make your own pixel art and then you can basically build a game without having to need to know how to code or anything like that, which mm -hmm. is super cool. And that will then play on the analog pocket, which basically means that you can play ROMs on this, even though like they say you can't and you shouldn't. And these play the cartridges and that's what it's designed for. The fact that you can play games that you make yourself that you would normally be able to play on ROMs and on the computer means you can play whatever you want. I mean, they said that about the other consoles as well, but it needs some sort of um, like SD card. It's a micro SD, and it has a micro SD slot on on it. Right, so. and it well, and he needs that for the firmware too. So like, yeah, there's already a way to do that, and then there's even like a it's on all the consoles. Like if you started out with a game in it, it has like a library, you know, like, yeah. you know, backslash or forward slash library or whatever. So yes, you can use this to play ROMs. They probably aren't. I mean, not probably they, they can't advertise that you can use these to play ROMs, but yeah. yes, you can. Um, so they announced pricing for all of this. The, um, the analog pocket is going to be $200, $199.99 pre-orders uh, are available now as you're hearing this. Um, Potentially. So yeah, well, I mean, they were open for pre-orders. Whether or not it's still available is another another thing entirely. Um, they also gave confirmation on the dock, which they had announced back then, where uh, you can plug this into your TV, you can dock the system in and play all of these Game Boy games and everything on your TV. Uh, the dock's going to go for 100 bucks. So I'm really looking forward to the pocket itself. I probably will skip on the dock just because... I don't really need to drop $300 at one go to play Game Boy games on my TV. Like I want this so I can play Game Boy games sitting on my couch because that's, I mean, that's how I always played them. It makes the most sense. The yeah. dock would be a thing where it's like, oh, that's a nice add-on. Or like maybe that'll be a gift suggestion for Christmas or something. Because I don't think the dock will sell out as fast as the system will. Um, they did unfortunately confirm that this is getting pushed a year. It's now no longer scheduled to come out. Uh, this year it got pushed to next year but that's just a result of the the pandemic and everything like 2021 that. you mean 2021 oh, okay that's fine yeah i thought um, you were saying 2022 oh no no no! it was originally supposed to come out this year but it oh got really i didn't even think it was supposed to be out this year to next year so um they did say yeah game gear adapter neo geo pocket and neo geo pocket color adapter atari Lynx adapter um, so all of that will be there. They also announced accessories where um, they have a hard plastic shell case that you can use to either keep it and take it on the go with you if that's what you want for the case or just display it on your shelf with this thing. Um, so that way it's covered and it looks nice uh, and everything like that. Well, yeah, because the back is open. I mean, like any Game Boy, the back is open. So unless you have a game in it, the contacts are going to be available for dust to get in. So the nice little display case is actually a that's a smart idea. Yeah. Um, they did say that, that you'll be able to change the look of things. So you can play it in classic green, regular Game Boy look. You can play it in that Game Boy color look. Um, so there's all these different, you know, display options that you can go through to decide, like, what is best for you. Um, you can put it to sleep. So it has, like, sleep and wake functions, which is nice. Um, they did also say that they're coming out with... Um, a host of cables. So you've got your regular, um, you know, charging cable. It's going to have you, I believe, USB-C on the bottom. So you can buy like a USB-A to USB-C for plugging into the computer. Um, they have MIDI cables that will be able to plug into this. 
um, as well as link cables. So you can plug two of these together to then, you know, trade Pokemon in the, you know, original games and yep. things like that. So um, really all encompassing stuff that I'm actually uh, pretty excited for. So we will, uh, we'll see if we're able to snag one and uh, I'm pretty excited for it. I think that's good stuff. I think the hard case, just to run down rest of prices, hard case is 30 bucks. You can get a screen protector. You can get additional charging things. The adapters for the other games are all 30 bucks a piece. The link cable's 16. 20 for the MIDI. There's a nano loop pocket, all these different things, like 20 bucks, 16 bucks. So uh, if you wanted to get everything, it's going to set you back a, a pretty penny. But the good thing about this is I think the system will be harder to get than those accessories. So you can kind of. Yeah, know. and they tend to sell out frequently yeah the other ones i think are still available i think you can still get an sg um but it, you may just have to wait a while yeah well and like the original wave for them always sells out yeah. whether or not they come back is an up and down like the the nt like the original nintendo didn't ever come back yes so um but the other ones are were still available for at least a time but y- yeah, yeah you, and i think it's a matter wait. of like if they get enough like probably like notify me when it's available then they put another production run in yeah so, I mean, if you if this is something that you want and you've got the funds and everything, like 11 a.m. So, actually, if you're listening to this the second it comes out. You have two hours. You have two hours to get your affairs and your money in order. Move around some funds. You know, do what you got to do. Um, but 11 a.m. on the Monday is when these will be available. So, good luck to all of those who want one and don't take mine. That's all I ask for. <laughs> I'm getting a black one. Don't take it. Uh, lightning round. We are fastly approaching the remake of Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2. Uh, and gearing up for that, uh, they confirmed Activision or Neversoft or whoever is actually putting this out, uh, confirmed the updated soundtrack, which includes obviously all of the big things that they had mentioned before, your Supermans, your Power Man 5000s and things like that. Uh, but they uh, announced what new songs will be in there and also some returning songs that were previously said to not be returning so john why don't you tell us what's in the soundtrack so uh one of the songs that i wanted to be in there which was uh, anthrax's bring the noise they said it was not going to be in there initially mm-hmm. uh they have since rescinded that so bring the noise will be in uh the game they also said that suicide tennessee's uh psycho vision Hmm. Which also I think is a great song. Is also going to be in there, even though they said again it wasn't. Yeah, and these are all rights things. I'm sure the second this got in, like while they were preparing it, the company was probably like, "No, give us whatever something we don't want. want, We're done." Yeah, a a tenth of a penny for every copy. Yeah, and so now I think that it got announced and everyone's excited, and probably you see these fan outcries to the bands that are like, "Guys, why aren't you and Tony Hawk? Like, you were my favorite song. It's what got me to love you." They're probably going back and being like, yeah, all right, fine, we'll be in it. Yeah. And they're hammering out all these rights issues. So other songs are um, Unsane's Committed, which was in Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1. They said wasn't going to be in it, will be. Uh, the High and Mighty featuring Yasin Bey and Mad Skills. The B-Boy Document 99. Don't know that song. Um, Alley Life featuring Black Planet Out With The Old. Uh, those were all songs that they initially said weren't going to be in it, aren't going to be in it now. Okay. Uh, but... Uh, otherwise, they have announced that um, uh, they're also adding 37 new tracks to the the, the game itself. Um, I don't know if you want me to run through the whole list of 37. Are there, uh, are there any that stand out? Uh, Drive Called Quest. Okay. Uh, Billy Talent. 
don't know who that is. Uh, it's a it's a band actually. <laughs> um, uh, Joe loves Billy Talent, or mm. and Joe doesn't listen to music very much. He does not. Uh, Less than Jake. Okay, I've heard of him. MXPX. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, Real Big Fish. I do love a real big fish. Uh, screaming females. Don't don't like screaming females. Uh, <laughs> uh, Sublime. Okay, good stuff. The Ataris. Nice. Uh, Zebrad. Okay. So those are some of the ones that like are uh, dear to us, or like at least we know. Yeah, yeah. Um, like Machine Gun Kelly, I couldn't really care less about. Uh, there's a bunch of other ones that are either I don't know or just don't really care. Charlie Brown Jr. Um, hmm. But the fact that they're adding slightly more modern music to this is cool. Yeah. Um, well, and this game was a big thing for getting those bands kind of like into the mainstream. Like they all had oh, their yeah, fans for sure. and they were all, but like, I definitely wouldn't have heard some of those bands, like some of those like more ska bands that I like now, I would not have heard them if not for the Tony Hawk game. So the fact that they're kind of reintroducing this game to a new generation and also introducing these new bands to a new generation, mm-hmm. I think is a great thing. Yeah. Um, I'm dude. I'm, I'm so hoping for like a ska revival. Yeah. The, uh, so what fourth wave ska fifth, what, what, what wave are we fourth, on? Fourth, Yeah. <laughs> um, they did say that the uh, the soundtrack is available on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you're listening to this podcast on Spotify, which you can every Monday morning at 9 a.m., uh, then you can go ahead and uh, add that to your playlist and just have that ready to go uh, and get just get hyped. It's coming out, I think, beginning of September. I think demo, the warehouse demo is out September at some point. 4th. Yeah. Uh, so that's the same day as Avengers. Uh, boy, what am I going to play? I don't know. I guess the demos for... Well, uh, you're going to wait until Tony comes out for the Switch, right? No, I'm going to get it on PS4. Oh, okay. I'm going to then buy it again on the Switch. Like, I'm going <laughs> to get it, it twice. I'm going to get a PS4 yeah. day one. That's there's there's no doubt in my mind about that because I I want it and it's going to be great and I'm going to spend all my time playing it. Um, but so it will be, be out on PS4, Xbox One, PC, Epic Game Store, um, not on Steam, and eventually on Switch. Switch eventually, uh, but all those other ones will be out on September fourth. Sweet. Uh, also this week, just side note to uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater, the game, uh, a new trailer for the Pretending I'm a Superman oh, documentary yeah, about this. Uh, came out this week. Uh, it just kind of goes in more de- more in depth on, it's like more of a trailer as opposed to the teaser from before. Yeah. Um, so there's interviews with like, uh, like Rodney Mullins and like all these different skaters that were like, yeah, skating was like dead in Bumper the mid nineties yeah. and, uh, then this game like reinvigorated. So it's all about kind of how this game came together, how it kind of changed skate skating and skate culture and like gave it this renaissance in the mid to late nineties when it had been kind of left for dead after the initial boom of like the eighties and like Dogtown and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but that will come out on uh, digital uh, video on demand, August 18th. So just a couple of weeks and that documentary is out. It was supposed to premiere, I think at like South by Southwest or, some film festival that got obviously canceled, canceled yeah. uh, due to the coronavirus, but it'll be available on all your platforms, iTunes, YouTube, Xbox, Prime Video, all these different places you'll be able to go and, and watch this. But cool looking trailer. Definitely check it out. Uh, definitely something that I will be watching once it's available. Uh, all right. Lightning round. Uh, we got some leaked look at kind of the behind the scenes making of the PlayStation 5, which may hint towards... Uh, future customization. So, John, how can we maybe change our PS5s in the future? Um, so, t- t- website TechSpot um, reported on some leaks from a Chinese um, forum called A9VG uh, from, uh, looks like a warehouse that makes 
faceplates for the PS5. Mm-hmm. So whether this means that the faceplates will be replaceable is uncertain, um, but obviously they need to have these to be created to be put on the consoles. And the ones that are shown in the pictures are white anyway. Yeah. Um, but like you can see that clearly they're meant to be taken off for repairs maybe or for uh, accessing the hard drive because the PS4 also had a... Part, like a little slide door. Yeah, had a part that came off as well so that you could access the hard drive. Um, but if it's replaceable, that means that everyone who is clamoring for a black system can potentially get me. a black system. I'm that person. I, I think me. most people. My hand. Yes. Um, but like the pictures of itself show even the disc side, um, like stacks of the faceplates for the disc side. Yeah. So um, I'm all for this. I was one of the very few people that liked the faceplates on the 360 being removable. Yeah. Um, I've never been a big faceplate customizable swap it out person, mostly just because when I buy a console, it's usually the one that I like the way that it looks. And I like an all black console and all of my purchases have just been like PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4. They're all just solid black and that's what I want. This is the first time where I'm like, I don't really like the look of it. I'm going to get it, but I don't really like the look of it. If I can customize it, now I'm happy. Because now you could just I'll I'll pay thirty bucks or whatever for two black top and bottom pieces yeah. that I can just clip in. I'm here for it. Well, and it, depending on how like the images kind of make it look like it's a little bit more difficult than just a pop out sort of thing. Yeah. Um, it does just look like pegs though, so I'm wondering if it's like a, maybe a slide. It and does, lift. but like one of the pegs has like a uh, like a bar on it, so like I don't know if it has to like actually hook into something and maybe. then like be drilled in because we we don't even know if there's drill holes on these. Like, yeah. This could be pre hole drilling, like in the the machining process of mm-hmm. it. Um, but yeah, if you can just replace it with, and if they're not like even if third parties aren't going to sell it, like someone's going to 3d print these so like you could get your black console um or entirely black console or like you can get a blue and black one to follow the theme of um like the playstation's color scheme as well um i don't necessarily think that these are gonna be replaceable i think this is the manufacturer who's making them for the consoles themselves yeah um but that would be sweet yeah and obviously they don't even know what they're making either yeah Uh, hence why this dude leaked (laughs) online yeah um, but if it is replaceable, that's awesome. I don't, like I said, I don't think it's a thing. I think that's a, the wave of the past. The, um, new 3DS tried to do that and they like made like six of them and yeah. that was it. Um, because people don't tend to buy like loads of them. Like no. if you're going to buy a you get one plate, or you probably get the one that you want and then never change it out. Yeah. The, the 360 had it best because they were giving them away with stuff like, yeah, it was a pre-order bonus. It was yeah, there was uh, pre-order bonuses. There was um like the like GameStop sold ones that had clear fronts where you could just and and uh, printing paper where you could design your own, yeah. print it out and then cut it out and put it through the clear one. Um, that came with like a bunch of Transformers pre-made ones. Um, but they like had it right with giving them with other things. And granted, these were like much smaller than what we're talking yeah, about with like the PlayStation 5. Yeah, like 2 inches 5. by, you know, what, 13 inches or whatever, Something how long like that. that was. Yeah. Um, instead of literally the entire side casings of the console. Mm-hmm. Um, but depending on how hard they are to remove, we could also have our black system that we and everyone wants. <laughs> I don't know many people who want the white and black. Fingers crossed that's, that that's what happens. Yeah. But yeah, so... Um, Again, it's not concrete or anything like that, but at least gets the kind of rumor mill churning that 
hey, maybe we will get customizable because these look like they just kind of clip in with pegs and it's not a drill in. And I can't imagine that they wouldn't let you update the hard drive. Um, though I guess with the given the fact that they're using a solid state thing, like maybe they don't want you to, but there might be like an expandable port on there for something that we just don't know. Or yet. they might sell their own yeah, expandable. expandable solid states eventually. Yeah. So we'll uh, we'll see what comes of it in the future. Uh, lightning round. We got a release date this week for another game that people were very surprised was not at the Xbox conference, uh, and that is the rare remake of uh, Battletoads. They're yeah. not. They're not doing the remake. They did the original, but uh, Battletoads will be coming out on August the twentieth. Uh, it'll be available on Games Pass uh, day and date, or available to obviously just regularly purchase. Um, Cool. I mean, I never had any affinity for Battletoads. I don't um, think many people do. It became a meme because of how like bad and hard it was. So we'll see if that equates to sales, or maybe they'll just start being like, no, we didn't sell a bunch, but we definitely had a million people play it on Games Pass. <laughs> so... Um, so yeah, if you're interested at all in Battletoads, if you want to call your local GameStop and ask when Battletoads is coming out, they'll tell you August the 20th of 2020. They might give you a real answer for once. Yeah, this will be the first time ever. I don't, it's not available physically, I don't think. I think it's just a digital only game. Uh, it is being purchased, uh, developed by Dalala, D-L-A-L-A, Dalala Studios, um, with support from Rare. Um, so. Sure. There you go. Um, I do kind of like the art style to it because it is a, like a hand-drawn like 90s kind of cartoon vibe. Like it definitely looks like this would have been a cartoon show in the 90s to be yeah. like, you guys love Ninja Turtles? Here's Battletoads, which like, I mean, obviously. They're also what... amphibians from the sewers. Yeah. Uh, which, I mean, that's how it was created yeah. essentially anyway. But like it, this definitely looks like a thing where you'd be like, is this a weird Ninja Turtles ripoff? Okay, fine. Um, but, you know, because it has become a meme. You know, it's we'll see how many people actually put their money where their memes are and shell out twenty bucks or just play it on Games Pass. Um, coming on the twentieth of this month. They should uh they should make a Street Sharks game instead. I do miss the Street Sharks. That there's no aggressive like there's no inline games anymore. No, there was there aggressive was inline, it was the only one. Well and like Jet Set. But like Well and there was like like two extreme and three extreme on the I PlayStation. I do not remember that. Uh they had it was like you had biking blading and like snowboarding i think in some of them mm-hmm. um but that had that had inline skating a little bit i just want a brink game make a break make a brink game but there was a game no uh oh like the disney, the, the movie disney channel no, yeah. I, I, th- I was thinking not about brink, brink the, the shooter that like you could go back in time and stuff yeah not the parkour shooting game but the disney channel original movie oh. Brink game oh man that movie was so i do not go back and watch that movie again a hundred percent go back. I disagree a thousand percent. Really? Go back and watch that movie again. I saw clips of it and I was just like, God, I liked this. Like it's <laughs> it's it's bananas off the wall funny. It's like I don't think it whole I don't think it ever like stood out as like a fantastic movie, but like honestly going back and rewatching it, it's still really fun. Well you and I had clearly have fondness for it. Like it left an impression. I was I was a member of Team X Plays for Halloween that year. I like hundred percent awesome. I know it. I had a yellow jersey and I rollerbladed around collecting candy it was fantastic that's awesome um but yeah definitely go back and watch that movie because it's great it's also the first time ever that i could remember hearing the phrase what up fam because uh, <laughs> brink just runs into the house and goes what up fam and i was like they said what up fam in the 90s i don't remember that <laughs> i thought that was newer uh, but no so the origins of what up fam in the movie brink um but yeah ultimately battletoads out 
<laughs> I don't know how we got there. Battletoads out August twentieth, twenty twenty. Lightning round. It's free games time. We're getting a whole host of free games um, this month across Xbox, PlayStation. I assume Stadia, but I actually haven't checked or saw any articles about it. Um, so, John, do you have the list of any of these games? I not? have the PS Plus list, okay. um, which uh, is one game that you probably already have and one game that nobody has. That's right. Um, the first game is Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 Remastered. I do not have that. I did um, not buy that, so I will be glad to have that. Yeah, I'm glad I didn't buy it when it was available. Um, I don't know if I'll go back and play it again, but, like, cool. It's free. Um, the second game I was did not care about until Joe told me that it is a good game, or, like, looks really good, and then Joe and I watched, like, f- two hours of videos of it. Um, a game called Fall Guys. Yeah. It's a Devolver digital game, and it's getting its debut. It's been on, like, Steam beta, um, but it's getting its actual debut um, when this comes out on Tuesday. And it is, like, a Battle Royale-esque game where you play, um, like, Mario Party-esque and also, like, uh, um, uh, like MXG-style uh games where there's 60 people and you just have to like survive to the end um or 60 characters they're not Mm -hmm. necessarily people um but it looks fucking fun as hell yeah i've seen a bunch of people like um streaming it over the weekend um as just like you know getting ready for it yeah um and it's Obviously, it's going to be free on PlayStation Plus, but I think it's going to be available on other platforms as well. Just Steam. Just Steam. Okay. Yeah. So, I definitely saw people, because, like, I saw streamers going and being like, we're giving away keys and we're giving away stuff. And I'm yeah. like, the game comes out for free in, like, four days. What are you doing? But and it's I, always going to be free, too. Um, like, this is a free-to-play game that will only be on the, well, as of right now, only be on the PlayStation 4 and Steam. Um, but it looks super fun. And, like, this is another one of those instances that the game is free, but, like, you can customize your character. So, like, there's, like a wolf head that you can buy or like a dude that's wearing like a baseball costume or like i'm sure there's going to be different color schemes um but you're like uh like look like a bloated mascot like Mm -hmm. you look like one of those mascots that has like the fan fan that like blew the air inside of him um and you're doing a a obstacle course or other type of mini games and then it knocks out x amount of players per round until there's only one person left there you go. Yeah, I'm actually quite excited for that game. Just to like play something fun and new. And I mean, Rocket League started as a PlayStation Plus game the day that it came out. Um, and like, look what that became. So not necessarily saying that's going to be this situation, but yeah. um, still pretty cool stuff. Um, but that will be out uh, August... Tuesday or Wednesday. Fifth. Fourth. Fourth. So Tuesday. Fourth, yes. Yeah. So... The day after you're listening to this, if you're listening to this day, the day it comes out. Yep. Um, okay, so I have the Xbox ones here, and I did find the Stadia ones, and actually looking at that, I'm pretty excited. There's a couple of things in there that I like. Oh, nice. Um, and I do, I did forget to cancel my thing again, so I still have Stadia <laughs> Pro, but I'm honestly not that mad about it, because I do... They're getting your money. See, this is why... But it's the thing, like, they're getting... But I'm also getting things in return of, like, that I like. Like, I still have Grid, and I have the Power Rangers game, Battle for the Grid, so two Grid... Grid-related things. things. Um, so, yeah, I guess we'll we'll stick with that since I brought it up. Um, but you're getting, I think, four games this month. Um, so, yeah, four free games coming to Stadia. The first is Strange Brigade, which is a co-op multiplayer game from Rebellion. So the people that make the Sniper Elite 
and zombie army so games. So are they like a first party studio now? I don't think so, but that's um, the second exclusive game they've given out. That's well, not they're not. It's not exclusive. I don't think the zombie army four one is on. No, it's on but, other stuff. Yeah, um, that's right. But it is. It's the second Stadia Pro game that they've given yeah. out. Um, that's actually a theme here because there's another studio that is giving their second game away as well. Um, so yeah, it's the same people that make those games, which I like. What I played of Zombie Army that was yeah. fun. It's a nice cathartic just let's just shoot zombies in the head kind of game mm-hmm. uh, features trademark humor and some excellent matinee cinema style moments so strange brigade um going along that same line of games that we've already gotten something from that studio metro 2033 redux will be available on stadia so um this is the first metro game and you um, said you had an interest in playing this i i had uh exodus was already a stadia uh pro game back in like january yeah um, so this is, this will be good to like kick off the story of the series, mm-hmm. uh, before jumping ahead or maybe playing the other ones. Um, so that'll be available starting the first as well. So that's already out now. Um, there is a survival adventure game called Kona, uh, which takes you through Northern Quebec where you'll uncover a murder mystery with supernatural undertones. Um, it's pronounced Quebec. Oh, Quebec. Um, <laughs> not Quebec. Uh, and then the last one is Just Shapes and Beats, which is a game that I played at PAX, PAX East yeah. a couple of years ago that I was very interested in. And then it came to Switch. It's been out. And I just like – I missed it when it came out because it doesn't obviously get hype or press or anything like that. Um, so I missed that uh, and just never picked it up. So I'm kind of glad that I didn't because now I get, now it, for I get it for free on Stadia. So it's just a uh, – it's a rhythm game. It's like a rhythm bullet hell almost uh, where it's it's all about playing to the rhythm and attacking via the rhythm and stuff like that. So um, I do recommend that game. I will be playing that in full force when it uh, – probably as soon as we're done because I can claim it right now on <laughs> my phone. Uh, all right. Now we'll get to the Xbox games, which the Xbox games with gold for August. Uh, for Xbox One, uh, starting now, you'll get Portal Knights. And MX Unleashed for the original Xbox. So I don't know uh, anything about Portal Knights. Uh, like cartoony uh, tower defense game. Okay. Um, so that is available now. And then later this month you'll get Override Mech City Brawl for the Xbox One. And Red Faction 2 for the original Xbox. Or Xbox backwards compatibility. I love Red Faction 2. I liked. I played a lot of Red Faction the first one, but I never went back and played any of the other ones. Uh, the new one, or like not newest, maybe the one that was on the 360, like, um, was like a third-person Armageddon. Or yeah, yeah, that's right. And then they also did a, a remake of it. Yeah, um, that game's great. Um, and Red Faction Two is also very good. It's a different type of game. So if you've played Armageddon and you didn't play the original, the original two were first-person shooters yeah. back in like the Counter-Strike Half-Life era. Yeah, PS2 days. Um, but some of the elements of the like its draw was that it had destructible environments. Mm-hmm. So like you could like carve out like caves and stuff like that. Um, but they're fantastic games. So there you go. Uh, if that's your thing, and you want to just. Just know that it looks old, because <laughs> like it, yes, it, it is old. It is dated. It's an old PC game that they remade for the Xbox that is now on the Xbox One. Yeah. So, yeah. So, all power to you. Just know that going in. All right. Lightning round, movie and TV time. Uh, we got a um, a director confirmed for the Beyond Good and Evil movie. John, who's directing this movie? Um, so, Netflix is going to be doing the Beyond Good and movie, Evil movie. 
And uh, Detective Pikachu director Rob Letterman is going to direct the um, adaptation of the 2003 game that had a sequel that was going to come out that never came out. Yeah, so uh, my question to you and to the audience at home, what's coming out first? Beyond Good and Evil the movie or Beyond Good and Evil 2? Uh, definitely the movie because Netflix has a very, like... A quick turnaround time. Quick turnaround time and the money to back it. And uh, the game is being done by... Was it Double Fine Game, right? No, it's an Ubisoft game. I don't know who's making it now, the sequel, but it is an Ubisoft game. The first one was? I believe so. I'm going to look that up because I'm curious. I feel like it's one of those things that's always at their... Like, it was always at their press conference that we, yeah, oh, yeah for Ubisoft, Ubisoft, Ubisoft Milan. I guess I just always attribute that with um, Psychonauts. Mm. Probably I think it probably came out around the same time. Well, and, like, there are, like, cult games that, like, very few people liked when it came out. And, like, now has, like, a huge following. And also getting sequels. Because of nostalgia. Yeah, and yeah. also getting these sequels that get delayed over and over again. That's true. Psychonauts 2 was just delayed last week. Uh, for the like up you know twentieth time or whatever. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Uh. I liked Detective Pikachu. It was a competent movie. So it was the best video game movie until Sonic came along, and then that was the at least in terms of and, gross. Like, I hate to say that, but you're not wrong. Like Sonic was such a good movie. Um, yeah. I mean, I was just talking in terms of monetary, but like I think both games are equally good, and I both movies. What you said? Both games. Yeah, I think both games are good too. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I was pivoting. Didn't you follow that? No. Uh, no, but both <laughs> movies are actually good. Like, I've seen Detective Pikachu again since I saw it in yeah. theaters, and I'm not a Pokemon guy, so that like th- that doesn't even have the hook to bring me in of, like, I just want to watch it because it's a Pokemon movie. Like, I just watched it again because it was a good movie. Yeah, and he also um, directed Goosebumps, which was also a pretty decent movie. I didn't see that one. Um, it's on Netflix, or was it it's, uh, yeah, it was at one point? Um, it's not bad. Yeah, especially That's what if I remember you hearing. read the books, like it's cool to see like those books and like the stuff from those books come into like our world, quote unquote. Yeah. So like, it's very much a movie for the kids who read those books to show that their now kids. have kids. Yeah. To so they can watch it and be like, oh, I remember how scared I was, like and then it, the night of the living dummy, like. Yeah. So I'll just have to wait till I have kids then, and then I'll watch it. Perfect. Well, did you read Goosebumps when you were younger? I did, but like. I don't remember anything about them. Oh, like, I was like an avid collector. Like I, I, I mean, had them me all. too. And I had, I read them all, yeah. but I don't remember them now. Like it would have been, there was that year of fourth grade or whatever, where I read them yeah. for every single like independent reading assignment. Oh yeah. But I don't, I don't remember them right. from 25 years ago or whatever it was. So. But um, he's no, known we'll for ad- adapting things. Mm-hmm. Now, these are now two decent adaptations. So. Yeah. He could make this a great movie. I don't have any like connection to fondness to the game. Yeah, same. I played it when it came out, and I was like, "All right, this is a decent like action platformer." But Mm -hmm. also, like action platformers aren't really my thing either. Yeah. Um. So I will watch the movie because again, it's going to be on Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. No skin off your back. Um. And and also it has a decent name behind it. It's not just like a no name person or like. Michael Bay or something. somebody who you know is going to tear it apart. Very true. Uh, all right, lightning round. Well, that's not the only Ubisoft thing in development. Ubisoft? Uh, I've heard it both ways. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, lightning round. Um, Splinter Cell is back in anime form for Netflix. So it seems like Ubisoft, Ubisoft, Ubisoft. Uh, 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 Ubisoft. <laughs> Ubisoft. 
is just really in bed with Netflix. And I mean, ever since the failure that was Assassin's Creed, they did say they wanted to continue making adaptations of their games. Um, so Splinter Cell, uh, the game that everyone really, really wants to come back and it seems like is getting kind of pushed out. Other in, indications? Of yeah, it's getting pushed out in little different ways that I think is probably to test the waters for how popular the franchise is still. Um just to in- or just to increase hype for the eventual next game um, is getting an anime series uh, at Netflix. It has been greenlit by Netflix. It is being um, executive produced and created uh, by John Wick screenwriter Derek Kolstad, uh, who has written several episodes of the Falcon and Winter Soldier show for Disney Plus, which is coming out later this year. Um, all three John Wick movies, uh, a few other different things here and there, but um, I mean. Oh, he's also writing the uh, Just Cause movie, so he's got his hands in a couple of different things. But uh, I'm this this could be pretty cool. Like I'm not an anime person. As well, it's not anime. Yeah, I mean, it's, I don't really want to see animated. Yes, yeah. but like in that anime style of like a more stylistic act, like the new Transformers show for Netflix is anime style, even though it's Rooster Teeth's production. Um, so we'll uh, we'll see. But I like that. That could be pretty cool. I mean, I don't necessarily want to see Sam Fisher fight you know demons on his way home from school i'd like to see a grown-up sam fisher but well wait until the whole you know like love simulation thing comes into where he's got to romance different members of his party oh man when sam fisher goes to the prom and has to do that it's gonna be crazy and tentacles and all that stuff can't wait he's he's gonna join the volleyball team it's gonna be fun but uh no what do you think about a uh, a splinter cell uh, animated movie i remember reading an article saying that like netflix is like doubling down on adult animation Everyone is across the board just because it's the only thing that can be worked on right now. And also it's like it does well. Yeah. We'll watch like grownups like animation too. Well, and like that fills me with joy because like the reason why anime is big is because it is for all ages or like has has an older audience in Japan and always has. Yeah. Whereas in America or at least in Western countries – or more Western, France is different, but, like, animation itself is more for children. Yeah. Um, so it's nice to see that, like, w- us as a, like, nation, I guess, or, like, you know, as a culture is embracing animation as yeah. as, a, as a means of entertainment regardless of age. But and I, think, and I think our generation, too, has gotten it to the point where, like, I don't think, and if, this may just be because, like, we are so ingrained in nerd culture, but it seems less and less like there's things that you just are supposed to have grown out of like people older than us would have been like oh you still watch cartoons like that's so weird but like now i feel like because we've grown up with these things and because nostalgia is as powerful as it is nowadays that you know you can say like yeah i still watch cartoons because they're badass like go watch this one like animated thing where someone like gets their head chopped off or whatever yeah. like go watch the hyper violent like dc animated movies or whatever Go watch something that's like a sausage party that's just like raunchy and gross and it's over the top and it's funny. Like it doesn't necessarily have to be Dora the Explorer and Peppa Pig. Like it can be hyper violent, you know, removal of limbs and and whatnot. Yeah. So, so I'm glad that it's being embraced and it sucks that it took a pandemic to get there. Well, and my like small kind of gripe about this is that like it's turning into now like make this only for adults. So like I don't know if you watched like Love Death and Robots. I didn't. No. It's a uh, it's an it's anthology, the anthology. Yeah, yeah. But like everything has dicks and boobs in it just because it can. Nice. And I'm like I don't need to see like phalluses and like genitalia 
in this for no reason. Like, every episode has nudity except for, I think, two. Like, and for seemingly no reason. Other than, hey, guys, this is for adults. Yeah. Um, so, I hope that um, Castlevania didn't do it. I think there was, no. like, a topless woman at one point, but, like, she was also getting burned alive. So, like, her clothes were coming off. Yeah. Um, so, like, if I'm hoping that this Splinter Cell series doesn't embrace that being, like, yeah, everything that's for adults has nudity in it. Yeah, and I don't, I don't think this necessarily lends itself. I can't think of a place in the Splinter Cell clandestine spy underground. It where... doesn't have to be. That's my point. Well, like... that's what I'm saying. Like, even if you were trying to force it in, I don't see a like a scene that you could come up with where that makes sense. It wouldn't. So that's why I hope it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so I... they could show Sam Fisher getting yeah. dressed at one point and his dick's out. And I'm like, all right. Yeah, we get it. It's an adult series, yeah, but it doesn't he's change need to into be a here. ghillie suit or a wetsuit or whatever. I mean, he it's... does get dressed up in like the the games and stuff, yeah. and like I think at one point you see his butt, but yeah. like again, like you don't need to show nudity to to have an adult audience. No. Um, but being a, an optimist in this, I think it does bode well for an animated series. Yeah, you can play with lighting way more than you could digital or uh, like in the real life. Um, like it would lend itself to making action sequences a lot cooler mm-hmm. so you don't have to film them and deal with like the budgets of you know real guns and paying the right stuntmen and stuff like that yeah um so uh, an animated splinter cell actually sounds really cool and, and again it could be the the door opening thing that brings you either a new splinter cell game or live action splinter cell down the road they could be like oh man look at how well that series did for netflix I bet you we could do that bigger budget theatrical release Splinter Cell movie because the audience is there for it and they like this, you know, new way of storytelling for mm-hmm. this franchise. So it opens up all kinds of possibilities, assuming that it's good um, for the future of Splinter Cell, which is something that people have been kind of starved for since what, like 2010 when that last game came out? Blacklist, yeah. Some Somewhere around the early, you know, to late like 2000s, 2010s. I think it was 2012 because I was in New Hampshire at the time. So okay, it's so, after 2012. Yeah, so it's eight years. Yeah. At minimum. And uh, this will probably come out next year. So you're looking yeah. nine, maybe 10 years between Splinter Cell things, granted different mediums. And, and the only thing that you get in that time is he appears in maybe an Ubisoft mobile game and then whatever that other Ubisoft game is they showed at their conference. Well, they have written other, there's like been books and stuff since then. I think there's like six books total mm-hmm. now. And the books are good. They're pretty standard. Like, yeah. they don't break the mold or anything like that. So, like, another ad- adaptation of that is good it's fine for me. Yeah. And I'm and I'm excited for it. Yeah. So, um, we'll look for that. I think there's no time frame for that to be completed. But look, look to probably um, next year, given that uh, it's, it's just getting announced now. Just getting now. a writer, too. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, next year at the earliest, if not 2022. Yeah. So. Uh, cool. Anything I missed for the lightning round, not lightning round for this week? No, I think you got it all. Cool. All right. Well, that'll do it then for the lightning round, not lightning round, uh, for this, and which will also do it for this week's episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Games Cast. Remember, you can find the Games Cast every Monday morning at 9 a.m. on Google Play, iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and Spotify. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. 
So let us know what you think of Halo multiplayer going free to play. Are you excited or less ex- more excited or less excited for the Avengers game or beta? Are you picking up Cuphead on the PS4? Are you going to play Boss Rush Mode in Sekiro? What do you want to see from these non-simulation 2K NFL games? Are you going to try and pre-order an analog pocket? If so, don't get the black one. That one's mine. <laughs> uh, are you excited for the Tony Hawk soundtrack update? Uh, what do you think about the potential of swappable faceplates for the PlayStation 5? Are you going to play Battletoads? What free game that you're getting this month is your most exciting game? Uh, what do you want to see from a Beyond Good and Evil movie? Is it coming before the sequel? And what do you want to see from a Splinter Cell animated series? Let us know on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. But once again, for the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast, my name is Adam. And I'm Johnny. And thanks so much for listening. Wash your hands. <laughs>